House of Run podcast. What are you into these days? Mostly running, Howard. Running. Yeah. Look at Bill! Look at Bill! Coming on! Bill, you're coming on! I'm not thinking about making the team. I'm thinking about gold in Munich. What can I say? I got beat by a zebra. Starts now. Welcome back, everyone. This is the House of Run podcast. Our email address, houseofrun at gmail.com. I'm Kevin. He's Jason. This is the end of the year spectacular, our award show. We made it to the end of 2022, recording this the day after Christmas. I'm happy to say we managed to pull this one off. It's like our favorite show of the year. So this one, I had a feeling Jason would show up for, you know, Attendance has been spotty for both of us, but <laughs> all you got to do is say end of the year awards. We got this doc. We, we're we not good at record keeping. People should know that, right? We True. We probably were way too redundant in terms of our processes or lack thereof. The one yeah. thing we're good at is this award show document, which when we retire and throw our microphones into the – what river? The Seine? What's, what's in Paris? Is it mm. the Seine? Man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know River. geography well enough for that. Well, I believe they have a big tower. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's called the Cuddy Tower, I think. Yes. Uh, we will auction this off. Give this off. Yeah, the Seine is in, in France. Uh, because it goes back to 2012. Yeah. I mean. Which, yeah, and we didn't do it probably in 2011 because we'd only been doing the podcast a couple, months. few months. So we didn't we didn't create this until, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, no, this I agree. This isn't a. This is this is. I love this document. This is great. Yeah, and there's all sorts of just random inside jokes within the show that some of them I've even forgotten about. Right. Like if you go back and look at some of the old award winners, some of them may not even make any sense unless you've listened to all 500 some odd um, episodes 600 of the pod. Something. Six hundred. Oh, oh yeah, we're yeah we're well past that. Sorry. So. I'm excited for the show. How was your your Christmas? Did you have a happy Christmas? Christmas was great. Um, yeah, yeah, really good. You know, just a good time with the family and everything. So, uh, no complaints at all. How about you? It was good. It was good. It's tough to pull off a Christmas with three kids. I've, I've learned that. Yeah, I can't imagine. That's <laughs> it's just because you want to do everything, and then you realize you just can't. You just can't. So you gotta yeah. pick. You gotta pick a couple things, and try to make sure you do those things well, or at least to a satisfactory level. But then you were just exhausted at the end. You were just. I'm still recovering from from Christmas, but it was good. Watch some sports. It's been a lot of sports on TV lately, so that's been exciting. Um, also, we're, well, with the two older kids, the big toy thing is sort of going out. And it's more smaller stuff, which mm. I appreciate. I was going to ask what the what the big the big ask was this year. Well, some the oldest has a Switch, a Nintendo Switch now. So Best, yeah. if he gets a game for Christmas or a game for his birthday, he's he's through the moon. What he wanted or what he got, which it's not even that big of a gift. So I feel like I've done a pretty good. We've done a pretty good job raising him because he wanted this basically a laser tag thing that you can play. At oh, home. I've gotten those for uh, for nephews before. Yeah. Pretty Those simple though, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Not asking it seemed for, like a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, but he's not asking for a pony. He's not asking for right. anything 
that elaborate. So vapor flies or anything? Yeah. Well, he did write to Santa, but I said they've been backordered at the North Pole, so you can't get them. And or athletics, with the stack height controversy. I don't know if you're going to be able to use these. Uh, a lot of Legos too. The daughters get into Legos as well as the son, the older ones. So that was the main, the main stuff. Like little drawing kits here or there, but nothing that's. I know Legos. People are like, wait a minute. Like you said, a bunch of stuff. But Legos, you build it, then you're good. Like it's a self-contained little thing, right? Because we're not talking about five thousand piece Legos. We're, we're talking about right, much. not one of those like five hundred dollars sets. For, right, you right. Know, we're talking about yeah. relatively s- small to replica. Of- <laughs> you know hayward field exactly the new and old ones and all the renditions that got vetoed by phil knight it's just a complete it's it's a chronology but yeah they used to get just much bigger stuff like just stuff that just took up um a lot more stuff. oh my son got a light up soccer ball which is cool that's fun you play out, nice. outside at night it's just simple stuff so it was it was pretty cool um i don't know if that's going to be the future but it just I don't want them to be addicted to video games, but I do like the fact that I can buy a tiny little thing from here on out, and it will make yeah. them so happy. Just this tiny little thing, and it will make them happy. No, I, I get that. I mean, I was, I mean, as a kid, I was addicted to video games, but also then sports as well. So I was like doing, you know, mm-hmm. I always had to be doing something. You know, I was hard, I had a hard time, like just sitting around. Yeah, sitting around. I mean, I guess video games are kind of sitting around, but you know, you're active. No, it's yeah, yeah, they are terrible at that. They are terrible at being like trying to come up with something on their own to do. So yeah. vi- video games or tablets count as something to do, but anything more passive than that, they'll just ask us a million times if we can do this or we can do that. And listen, I love doing stuff, but sometimes you just need like 10 minutes. Right, you're just, you know, you gotta, you gotta watch the end of a a diamond league, right? There's all sorts right. of stuff that could come up. Um, so happy Christmas, all in all, though. I was pleased. Absolutely, nothing really happened in the running world too dramatic over the past seven days. So, yeah, they knew it was the show. They knew it was the award show. They didn't want to yeah. throw any last minute curveballs at us. Yeah, track is the season never ends except for these last two three weeks, basically. I think we yeah. can say that. For, yeah, I think that's. There's. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm sure something will break tomorrow or Wednesday or something. But like, other than that, I feel pretty good. Yeah, but they don't have anything scheduled, right? Like fo- right. football, basketball, hockey, soccer, like all that stuff's going on, and just goes right through the the holidays. Track does not. So we take advantage of that to have the end of year awards. Do you want to explain your uh, thought process on how you filled out this wonderful, wonderful document, Jason? Man, I mean, some of them, you know, just right off the bat, you, you know, because they're they're kind of big moments or, or they're things to get in your head. But then there's other things, so many other things that I just am like, man, what was this year compared to last year? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I looked at all of our uh, rundown notes from mm-hmm. the different episodes. I checked the episode descriptions mm-hmm. um, just to like kind of be like, okay, you know, as long as I can get a little hint, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But it's... And then I, I went through all the emails. Um, Every single one? Yeah. I mean, I at least clicked. You know, I didn't say I read them all with a fine-tooth comb. But it was like I clicked on them, you know, gave them a, an overview. Some got, you know, had to get fully read because uh, you got to make some uh, email of the year and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so that, that was a good 
kind of time capsule for, for what was going on as well. So I'll read through the categories. We have race of the year, athlete of the year, not race of the year, breakthrough of the year, suspension of the year, choke of the year, episode of the year, false start, false finish, dead heat of the year, overblown story of the year, surprise, celebration, trash talk, gimmick race, DNF or DNS of the year, clown of the year, worst mainstream running moment, best mainstream running moment, relay leg, record of the year, team of the year, underrated performance, coolest running moment, coach, emailer, voicemailer, voicemail, email. You can tell we've been doing this for a while. Sentence of the year. I don't know how that, when that started. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I guess it started. I, I know there was an inciting incident where it was like, that's just an amazing sentence. And it was probably like, oh, I don't know if I can give that person emailer of the year. Yeah. But that sentence is so good that I have to reward that. I think it started looking at the document 2015 with the Interfaith Food Pantry and Literacy oh. Volunteers of Morris County's ninth annual Morris. But that's interesting. I'm, I'm curious why we didn't call that just race name of the year. But anyway, mm. uh, meat of the year, I totally forgot that happened this year, which is one of my favorites. Come yeah. back to you, come back to us. We miss you award and best song and best double. It's completely disorganized. It's completely out of order. But yeah, I, we just keep adding random ones over the years. So yeah, there's, yeah, no, there's no method to it. Yeah. No, no rhyme or reason for any of this. Uh, I, I love like it. The Oscars did like best picture, like 20 minutes in and it was like, all right, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah. I know. And then they, they close it out with like best sound. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. Best sound in a short. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, cool. <laughs> Best extras. Do we have any best extras? I think my overall thoughts, Jason, you can feel free to disagree if I'm wrong because I probably am wrong. Were there fewer shenanigans this year? I, it kind of seemed like it a little bit. I mean, there's definitely a, definitely a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, yeah, some of those, you know, whatever it was, trash talk or clown or those different ones. Like, I feel like a lot of times I have, like, oh, man, I got to pick between these, like, four or five things. Yeah. And this I was kind of like, well, I mean – yeah, there's a couple, but nothing, at least not as many stuck out. Yeah, and fewer, especially when you're looking at mainstream running moment things, I had trouble with that. Like fewer stuff like that. Like, was just like, wow, this is a really horribly, or this is just a completely strange story. Like, we had some, but we didn't have a ton this year. Right. And I, I was looking back at some of the previous years where we had two or three <laughs> nominees in categories, but. Maybe it's just uh, post-COVID. I don't know. I don't know what the the reasoning would be for that. But we uh, every year is a little bit different, I guess. Also, just I felt like fewer controversies overall. Yeah, a decent amount of suspensions and things like that. But yeah. those don't, aren't necessarily controversial. Well, that's... <laughs> right? Like, sometimes it's just it's, like, okay, well, this person... It's gotten to the point where it's no longer. It's no, yeah, it, because it's yeah, normal like, now. Uh, they, they whereabouts fail. It's like, okay, well, yeah, they missed three times. Like, I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We've gotten to the point where that's not – it needs to be something else to it. It can't just be a whereabouts failure or right. a failed test. There's got to yeah, be – Yeah, at least with like – even with like Coleman's. Like, okay, there was some, some intrigue there yeah. with the whereabouts, you know? But like, yeah, a lot of these other ones, it's like, oh, all right. Yeah. All right, so – should we just go in order? Yeah, I guess so. All right. So, in the spirit of starting with best picture, race yeah. of the year. <laughs> right? Take it away, Jason. So, I feel like this could be ter- interpreted two different ways. So, you have, like, compelling race to watch, and then there's, like, almost a singular performance. Mm-hmm. 
and we might be going slightly different ways on this because for me race of the year is like hey this was you know a battle between multiple people like could have gone either way mm-hmm. uh it also had to have some hype going in you know high performers so i went women's 800 at worlds because you had Mo, mm-hmm. Hodgkinson, and Mora. Yeah. And they finished in that order. Mo and Hodgkinson down the stretch was like, I, I, I thought Hodgkinson was going to win two or three different times. Yeah. And she had the rail, kind of, but it was just enough to not fully have it. And they finished whatever it was, you know. Uh, I mean, I, I don't remember exactly. Four yeah. Ten, you know, four one-hundredths apart or something absurdly close. Um, so that was just a uh, – that was awesome. Yeah. That was – Really good, and it almost and they one fifty six on top. You know, so it, it was fast. It wasn't crazy, crazy fast, but it was fast. Yeah, and I think we didn't anticipate it was going to be that good. Maybe we should have after trials when Mo barely won yeah. over Wilson. It almost feels like we need a we just need a finish of the year. Category. That's a good point. Po- yeah, that's a good call because you could have you know if you if on the other side and, and maybe our direction you, you might be going like just outstanding you know a singular performance. Yeah. If it's like performance of the year. And yeah. then race of the year, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and I think maybe if I I always thought like Mo was a big favorite going in because she hasn't lost in yeah a while years yeah right yeah so and I, and I suppose I should have known or should have thought that she was vulnerable because of what happened at, at USA's, but I almost felt like we needed Hodgkinson to have. A little bit more of a splash in the regular season for me to like believe it, and if I believed it, I th- like and next year if it's similar, I'm a hundred percent in because I'll believe it because like oh man she almost beat her new gene she could definitely beat her then but there was just something in the back of my head thinking oh man Mo's gonna prevail Mo's gonna prevail which for me it took a little bit of the drama out now whatever doesn't matter what I, what what I was thinking but yeah I went yeah, back and I watched like that thing you're hurt. right though you're Maybe. right. That was so crazy the last hundred. Yeah, I mean like it was like, hey, this could this could go either way. And like and, and just like two high level performances. I agree. It's like it's you know, you can't really call it a rivalry. It was like the you know, the men's four hundred hurdles for a while. It was like Yeah. Okay, Warhol and Benjamin's not a rivalry until Warholm loses. You know, yeah. that he has to lose before something can be a rivalry. And I understand that from this aspect too. Um, you know, they haven't been around that long. I th- I wanna say maybe Keeley got hurt a li- for briefly in the middle of the season there too so where it was a little bit un- unknown with her mora might have looked like the best option to upset yeah before that race um but definitely mo didn't look quite as invincible as she did the previous year sure sure um so it, it seemed like it was at least possible and then just the way the race unfolded i was like because mo had like a bigger lead with 100 to go mm-hmm. and keely closed on that final turn yeah and it was like yeah uh, up in the air no it's a great it's a great pick again it was more just my my own thoughts going into the race, which shouldn't ultimately impact how the race was actually run. Because if Hodgkinson won, which we did, she definitely could have, it's not as if it wouldn't count because Kevin couldn't see it happening. But it just <laughs> right. it needed a little bit more. There needed to be more of a, a table setter, I guess I'm saying. Like a head. Yeah, that's fair. Like, it was like okay, just just as if I think when you talk with, about four hurdles for the men with Morholm, Benjamin, and Samba. Well, this year's race was screwed up, right? Because Warholm was hurt. I'm trying to think. So then 2020 didn't happen because – or 2021, I guess, would have been the other one. That was the Dos Santos, yeah. And that, that one and that one lived up, obviously, in every possible way. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if I thought Benjamin could beat Could him. actually lose. I mean, I guess 
what about the that men's four hundred Van Niekerk Merritt James? Because Van Niekerk was great, but he I mean no, he I didn't see the world that record obviously no. before that we didn't think he yeah. was yeah. at a different level than those guys. Yeah, and that one has the benefit of being a world record over Moseres, but that one had sure. no for sure. But that that one had uncertainty plus the world record. The foreign hurdles in Tokyo had. See, I still thought. I guess that, the Muhammad McLaughlin would be some good one, you know, until the last two years. But before that, yeah, there was some back and forth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just thinking, even in Doha 2019, when Warholm and Benjamin faced off after Warholm had barely beaten him in the Diamond League, I thought that was. I saw Benjamin get so close that I that I could envision it happening right. to where that raised raised my interest in that race, raised that possibility of this other outcome happening. We just haven't seen that yet with Mo. Even though it's been very close, we just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Like since she's become a thing, Mo. You alluded to it. I went with Sydney. Yeah. Just because if she had run the trials race again at Worlds, I don't think she would have got it. But just going fifty. Yeah. And just the complete shock on everybody's face, including her own. <laughs> It just, it was out of this world. It was just, it was completely preposterous, like what she did. And uh, ordinarily, I want more competition. But when you run a race like that, on top of all the other races she had this year, which there weren't many of them, but all of them were crazy. I just think, I just think that that one stands out. That's the one I'm going to remember in, you know, five or six years is that race. Hopefully more years than that. Probably 50 years. Yeah, I mean that. Obviously, the singular performance is is amazing. You know, I mean, she, you know, no one was within, you know, what she win by almost two seconds. Um, and Femme Peoples, great. Like, yeah. so it's not to undersell her, but it's just like no one's on her same level. It's not her fault. Um, but it's just, like, I guess, yeah. The, the the idea going into that, I was one hundred percent sure she was going to set the world record. I didn't think she was going to run fifty point six. Yeah, but I was one hundred percent sure she was going to set the world record and win easily. And she set the world record and won easily. And I was still blown away by the time. Yeah. But coming off of the two 400 hurdles last year. Yeah. yeah. Where, you know, there was, I mean, obviously the men's race was amazing, but then the women's race, like, was incredible as well. And, like, there was some competition. Like, it just, the race itself, like, that performance, that time will stick in my head. But I don't know if the race itself will stick in my head. It just reminded me of 09 Bolt. Where after yeah, Beijing fair. and 08, you just knew he was going to do something. You knew it wasn't going to be close, but you just were waiting for what the time was going to be. Yeah. And then they managed to go beyond that. It just yeah. And with both both of these athletes, they put it in a spot that you didn't really think was possible. Especially sure. prior, prior – even with Sydney six months prior, you didn't think that was possible, and she did it. So – I gave her a race here. I like I like that pick. I also thought about any faith. I couldn't settle on a faith Kipiegon race. Yeah, I almost went with the world championship final just because I was there, and it was so fun to watch her yeah. do that in person. And like as I'm watching, I'm like, holy crap, she's like just. And again, that was a singular perform. I mean, it was like not even the medals were yeah. up for grabs in that. It was just like, hey, three. There's an all-time athlete, and then there's two others who are just at a different world, and there's everybody else. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, as I was watching it, it was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is incredible. Yeah, it was cool. It was just cool to watch. Just all of her races where she completely went for it were, were fun. I also thought Knighton and Lyles. Yeah. Just as a 
it had all the parts of a good drama. You know, you had to yeah, a tiny bit faster that might win it. I mean, yeah. it's not like it was slow. You know, they were what, 19, 6, 8, 6, 6, whatever it was. Yeah, um, still really good. But then then Lyles drops nineteen thirty one. It's like oh my okay. Well, that yeah, changed how I thought of everything. Yeah, just with Knight and running the nineteen forty nine, and some serious questions about what would happen when the two faced off, and then the response, and then the celebration, and then the post race interview. It went on. That went on as a story way longer than most races go on as a story. <laughs> that just sort of continued and continued, and it was uh, it was awesome. Uh, athlete of the year, men and women. I mean, I've we've kind of talked about this one. Yeah, say we we've both touched on this, so I don't think there's. Yeah, we have to probably go too further in depth. Mm-hmm. Um, I go, you know, I go Mondo, Shelly, and Fraser Price. Um, just because you know, I mean, obviously Sydney is right there. I mean, it, it is a it is by the smallest of margins. I give it to Fraser Price just because. She did it so often, and she just, you know, the best ever running 10-6 100 times. Um, it was it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, I went Sydney, Mondo. We all know. We all know why. Um, all right, not race of the year. This is one of the categories people tune in for. We did race of the year, not race of the year. What's your pick, Jason? Yeah, it seemed, you know, uh, there's definitely some, some good <clears throat> options here. Um, and it's not to say that this race ended up being bad but the men's high hurdles at the at worlds um we were just robbed of something maybe incredible Mm -hmm. um so obviously you have holloway and and cunningham who it's a good matchup on its own but devin allen the you know who may get brought up in a later category oh yeah um, he's gonna win a lot tonight he's gonna be coming up to stage (laughs) stage left stage right all all third award (laughs) um yeah, and then Hansel as well, you mm. know, gets um, gets hurt, and then also uh, I'm blanking on the other Jamaican, um, Broadbell. It, yeah, like it's, it's like there was some some other injury tweak. Like it, it, we could have had like six across, at, at least, or at least those four would have mm. been amazing. Yeah, and it just felt a little anticlimactic as you know leading up to it. I was I was super pumped, and then you know Holloway wins, and you know he's. He's the best in the world, and, and rightfully so. But I just, I don't know. I, 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 I felt like I, I got robbed a little bit. Everybody got robbed a little bit. Yeah, it was weird, too, because the stage was set. What? And yeah, everything and was going to plan like five so minutes cl- before yeah, the race. Yeah, like this got ruined three weeks before. Yeah. It got ruined like right before it happened. Yeah. Wasn't Hansel announced that he was going to – like he was on the track, if I'm remembering this correctly. Yeah, he like tweaked a hamstring as he – was warming up. It was warming up, right? Yeah. And then obviously Allen goes out with a false start. So then you're down those two. And then you're left with with Grant, which is great. Cunningham, which is great. And they may well have gone one, two. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is, who knows? But like, it's just, it, it definitely, I mean, you know, Holloway runs in 1303, a very good time, but not a time that, you know, was unreasonable for Allen or Hansel. Not at all. Not at all. I went with the men's eight. Yep. Fair. They're two-thirds of the As way. As a whole season, this is unquestionably the answer. Yeah. They're two-thirds of the way to an Amansky. Back to back to <laughs> back, back. to back to back. That's right. I had yeah, they winning. were unanimous last year, the men's eight for both of us. Yeah. And what more can you say about the men's eight? It's not just any – it's not just one men's eight. I know people then became men's eight defenders on this pod, which I appreciate. Yep. And they would write in and they'd really try to find the good in the men's eight, which is great, which is awesome. We want to see – 
the the positive and everything we do. It's a great way to live your life. But we were really reaching this year. We were really reaching this yeah. year. I know career ends up winning it. So you say, all right, well, there is a guy and his name yeah, is Emmanuel. Yeah, back to back. You yeah. know, like what else do you need? Yeah. The guy is Emmanuel Career. So there was a lot of parody, but he remained the champion. But the event as a whole was just a mess. I guess Zurich was the best one. You had Career and AROP going 1-2. They both ran 143, low-ish. Yeah. But this one was – even at – Worlds was the microcosm of this event, basically, right? You had Bergen going out before the first round. Yep. You had complete chaos. We were making jokes about how you wouldn't – no one would be able to predict anybody in the final. Just we're not in the 142s, let alone the 141s. And we are desperate for some compelling races. There were some new names we kept thinking would break out. Someone would run 144 low early in the season. This is the guy. This yep. is him. It's getting only 19 years old or only 21 <laughs> years old. Or this person's coming out of nowhere and they've won a couple couple races. And then it just never materialized into anything. So the World Championships, it, it was a forgettable race of the World Championships. Yes, I'd say the men's steeple as a race was worse. Than I was say I had that as my as an honorable mention. Yeah, uh, the season you know there was a handful of sub eights, but that yeah. final at the world at Worlds was just boring. As a, it was straight boring. Yeah, as a season though, the eight was worse than the by far steeple. So and, and the men's hurdle, yeah, the men's hurdle was more the you know, steeple. It's because it, well, I say the steeple, but when I picked the men's high hurdle, oh 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 yeah, um, was just because of how good it could have been. And I yeah, felt like yeah. You were picking one race. I was picking the entire season for the men's eight because I could have picked out any number of races. Their body of work is just impressive. They, it's all about depth with the men's 800 right? in a bad way. They just will continue to d- disappoint you in a multitude of ways. And frankly, I'm impressed at this point. If they're able to pull off three in a row – if the men's 800 is able to pull off three in a row, I don't know who's. Yeah, I don't know how many three in a row win, in a row winners we've had, but that, that's yeah, might not be trodden territory. <laughs> not a lot. There needs to be an objective way to measure event quality, and you're like, hey, you could add up the points of the times, but that's stupid because distance races are tactical, and so, you know times are can be misleading, and there could be a really compelling person or storyline in an event. So I guess it's inherently not objective but we should have i I wish we kept like ranking interest rankings throughout the years and assigned a numerical value to it one to ten or one to a hundred or something because i think i think the men's 800 is on a absolute heater right now historically (laughs) i think you're all right i think uh you know looking at, at past ones um i mean i'm not seeing a lot of repeats here you know it's it, I, that, you know, there was a men's 200 a few times because I kept thinking it was going to be the race of the year and then it never would come together. Sure, sure. Um, but it, it was never just straight rough all year like like this 800 has been. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember a stretch where we've had this much of a struggle with an event. I know that men's 15 was getting on my nerves for a while. Yeah, but it was We kind of ignored the men's 400 hurdles. Yeah, in early go in the early going. Sure, a little bit, but now <laughs> we're not. Obviously, that was that was short lived, and there's been some great 400 meter hurdle uh, periods in the past. Obviously, yeah, like when Edwin Moses was on his 455 year win streak. Yes, that's 
automatically makes it interesting. It's ineligible to the people watch the event by virtue of you have oh, guy 100%. This, yeah, that you have the yeah. guy with this. All it takes is one guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or one woman. That's all, one woman, all, yeah. that's all you need. That's all you need. Okay. You ready for the next category? Yeah, let's go. All right. So we are on to breakthrough of the year. Breakthrough of the year. I went with two different directions here. Okay. I went Norman breaking through in the sense of mm. he finally got the individual goal. In a championship. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a huge kind of breakthrough because obviously the dude's been running forty three four for <laughs> four years or whatever. But like yeah. that only matters so much until you can actually show up in the in the biggest race. And then on the other side of things, just you look through okay, who's a medalist or who's someone who's legit top five in the world this year that I did not think would be there at the beginning of the year? Trevor Bassett in the four hurdles. Yeah. Ends up getting bronze. Yeah, the fact that he meddled, I mean, yeah. no yeah. no chance at the beginning of the year. And no one thought. Partially because we of Warholm and stuff, but still. Yeah, we weren't predicting him to get hurt, Warholm, so we thought the big three would meddle, and we would put that as a lock of all locks for a podium. But even if he was there, and he finished in the top three, and Bassett finished fourth, it still would have been an amazing year for oh, Bassett, just based on how sure. much he improved. So I went with two different types of breakthroughs. Gotcha. I'll kind of, I mean, this is almost a different than both of them because this is someone who, you know, you might've said, Hey, this person can win a medal coming into the year, but Camacho Quinn had this, you know, uh, event on lockdown, mm-hmm. one of the best athletes in the world. And then a uh, comes through and sets yeah. the world record runs even faster with wind. Um, you know, it is, you know, she gets gold, obviously. I mean, it's, I don't know if she's a favorite going into next year or not because Camacho Quinn's still so good. Yeah. But she went from a good, promising, you know, I think she won Diamond League in 2021, but like, you know, it was like 12 4 something. It was like, okay, that was like nice. But then yeah. all of a sudden you're a world record holder and you're a gold medalist. Like, that's just a different, different world, obviously. Yeah. I have her in another category coming up. Yeah, I'm a son. So, but you're right. I mean, that was a that was an incredible breakthrough for her. Yeah, I mean, it's a name that was like, oh yeah, like you know, I got to mention her when I'm previewing an event or yeah. previewing the you know the race. But <laughs> now it's obviously a, a whole different world. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we move on to what's that? Suspension of the year. Suspension of the year. Very. I mean, you had a lot of. I said there was a lot of options. I guess. Yeah, I went with a recent one. Uh, Boston Marathon winner Diana Kipyogi. Yeah, because number one, we found out about it early. Yep, relatively early. She won it last year, but we found out about it this year. Already got adjudicated, and we read through the PDF. Right, the back and forth. That was a, it was it was a good story. It was a. Long, it's hard for me to stay interested in those things, but I was in the whole way. And that's that's why I that's why I picked it. the The story was interesting. We ended up having what the the fake. Medical records is that we had with that one? Yeah, yeah. Some, uh, you know, a doctor. Yeah, and, and, and who <laughs> seems like like a, he's like a ghost almost. Um, yeah. And yeah, he didn't want to participate. You know? Yeah, he was just like, nah, I'm good. And it's like, no, nah, dude, this is kind of important. Um, <laughs> Pass. But then there was just like a hospital's like, yeah, we got no record. We don't know. Yeah. What's what's going on? Um, so yeah, that was a that was an interesting one. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was an interesting one for sure. Yeah, th- you're basically picking these on on interest level. I guess I'm looking at the past. Some of the past ones are pretty like serious, but there's just so many of them this year. Which yeah. ones stuck out? Which ones are strange? 
We picked yeah, and there was like Randolph Ross, you know, obviously just happened too. That, yeah. And that one, that one's more of, you know, it was just like, all right, it's whereabouts, but it's, you know, there's a little bit of stuff there. But I ended up going with Okabare just because it's a 10 year suspension. And that's next level. Okay. And that one involved the FBI. And that yeah. one involved, I remember, a really long legal email, maybe multiple legal emails from people breaking down. Because the phone, right? The Cheddar's yeah. phone seized, and we we're trying to figure out. How that worked. The only thing with that one, it happened in 2021, but it didn't get announced till 2022. So yeah, I w- so I'm I will, be cheating a little bit with that. I will allow it though, because the spen- suspension wasn't in, the details. Like she was provisionally suspended in 21, but we didn't get yeah. the full details until 2022. So I think that one, that one does count. There were the what's it was the was it the WhatsApp messages? I think that's what it, I think it was WhatsApp. Yeah, and ba- someone flipped and. Obviously, they had all the, the info, and the WhatsApp messages were pretty <laughs> straightforward as to what was yeah, going on. Yeah, it was just like, hey, do you want these illegal drugs for your running? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I will take those. Well, there was stuff in there, too, about evading testing. Or evade, yeah, like, it was... You need to take it at this point because it'll be out of your system by by that point, too. So it, it's answered. nice when they make it that easy for you. Yeah. I'm sure the people investigating were – like. If it was Law and Order, it would be done in 17 minutes. <laughs> right, they'd be like, then, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Dick Wolf's name pops up Sign real confession. early. I guess yeah. that's good enough. Yeah. Hold on. I thought the second half is when the order comes in. <laughs> we haven't, we've already finished this. What's going on? Uh, all right. Choke of the year. Choke of the year. Um, this could be a person. This could be a team. Yep. This could be a, a group, a governing body. I'm looking back at some previous winners here. Um, first winner, Ethiopian Men's Marathon. That's 2012. So I mm. guess they, they didn't do well that year. <laughs> yeah. Or at the Olympics, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Athletics Kenya won that year, too. So 2012 Olympic Marathon. Just a mess in general. But uh, do you have a pick for this one? Yeah. I, I ended up going with both the U.S. Men's four by one and the Jamaican women four by one because mm. those teams were ridiculously loaded. They were so much better than everybody else. Like it was like you could almost say they like swept their individual events. Yeah. Yet they, they did. <laughs> Yet they didn't win. They literally swept the podium. Yeah. So, but you know, there was like wor- world record talk for both and like not crazily so, right? And I get Curly, like, you know, got got hurt and so he wasn't on the that men's 4 by one team but you know the Jamaican women you know all three were on there somehow they both lost I, I, I'm still not sure how it happened well and that's the crazy part and that's where it almost doesn't feel like a choke because no one knows why they lost yeah <laughs> like we there was a couple you know the a couple exchanges that weren't great yeah and it, it wasn't a disaster you know but it was just like enough of an underperformance yeah, and then it's and you you gotta you know tip your, the other way you gotta tip your cap to to you know Canadian men and the U.S. women, but yeah. And but if you look at it on paper, it's like these were, I mean, they, they, these these should not have been close. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. I went with a relay team as well from the World Championships, but it was a relay we all love. U.S. mixed four by four, the mixed gender four by four. Listen. And it's not one person. Yeah, it's it's the construction of the team, or or I call, I knew what time needed to be run before the meet in order to win because it was the winning time. The last couple times they've run this event, there's not a long right. history. 
but you knew exactly the time that needed to be run at this. So I said, hey, if the U.S. wants to win this event, which I think they should. I think they should want to win the event. You think if there's a gold medal out there, you should want it. Is that controversial? I, I think that's a fair take. And the, the powers that be should try to, to make that happen. Now, you got a lot of competing interests. You got the Team USA. You got the individual athletes, the agents. Everybody sometimes out for themselves, which I get it. It's an individual sport. But overall, the goal should be get the dang gold medal. Yep. 309 was what they needed to run. I mean, that had been the winning time. I said, just put together a team that ran 308. And I even said it. I don't know if it was on was that in this pod? Might have been. Because we knew Felix was going to be on the team. Yes. One of the superstars should raise their hand and say, put me in, coach. It's at the beginning of the meet. This is Felix's last. Yes, let me get Felix a gold. Chris, let me get her a gold. And nobody did. They have so much depth. And I don't blame anybody, like any one person, for not doing that. But collectively, I thought somebody should. And you're right. They have so much depth. All it took would have been one person to do it. And they end up... Um, Falling short, they yeah, got bronze, third. huh? Yeah, they got yeah, third. But all they needed, but they got they ran three ten. They needed yeah. to run three oh nine low, and they would have had it. Now, Dominican Republic solid, especially the women's side of things. We yeah. saw how well they ran there, and in in Eugene. But you needed just uh, you needed another person um, there. You need a little bit more firepower. They didn't have it, and. It just sucked because it was Felix's. La- it should have been a gold for Felix's last race, right? I, I'm not rooting for any person, but as just a guy who likes stories that end well, and listen, it's a mixed gender relay, so it's like you're not. No one's really going home crying if they lose this. But I just, I wanted, I, I thought that would have was a more fitting end. Just because it's so stupid that the U.S. loses this relay. Because then you say, well, I guess they're not the best uh, 4x4 nation, huh? Like, no. Look at – oh, well, maybe they're only – Look at all the history. Well, it's like maybe they're dominating on the men's side, but the women – nope. Maybe they're just dominating the women's side. Nope. There's literally zero reason why they should lose this. It's as if they put football, like American football, in the Olympics, and somehow the U.S. lost that. Right, <laughs> it's on that level. It's just like it does not make any sense why they should lose this. So that's why I was so frustrated about it. Throw in the Felix angle. Uh, I mean, she ran the prelim, then wasn't supposed to run the final. We'll talk more about that later because I got that winning one, winning uh, one of the categories coming up. But like, it just would have been cool if one of the superstars who has 400 meter ability, of which there are many, said, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make sure she wins." Also, should have put her an anchor. If she was going to run the final, which they threw her in, but she didn't run anchor. Yeah. And and maybe, I mean, they lost by what, 0.3? Maybe yeah. that's 0.3 there with Felix. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's partially, yeah, you give Dominican Republic uh, credit, but it's also partially just, there's too many four by fours. That really is what it comes down to. And. Oh, of course. But like, the I more mean, four by fours you still could should get... advantage the U.S. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, no. Uh, without question. But it's just like one of those things where it's just, yeah, it's, you know, it, you can only take it, I guess it's so seriously. But yeah, but th- between the two. Oh, I'm taking it seriously. Just win. Two... If it's on the program, win the damn thing. I mean, that's the thing. Is you have a chance for a gold medal. And it's, you know, yeah, it's a mixed gender, but that still looks pretty good on mantle. Also, it's, all right, cool. We're going to mess around and who cares what medal we get. But when it's Felix running, yeah, then all of a sudden, oh, okay, 
Now we should win it because that was the marquee event on that day, right? Am I remembering that right? This was day. Uh, I'm trying to remember the the schedule, but it was day two, wasn't it? I I trust your memory on this stuff better than me. Oh wait, heats and finals were on the same day. Wait a minute, what am I remembering with? Oh, the the she came back and ran the the regular four, the regular four by four. Excuse me. So that gives them an even bigger advantage because they had multiple people on the same day. Um, yeah, she came back. So it didn't, it didn't end up being her last race because she came back and ran. Oh, so it, it was day one. Yeah, it was day yeah. one. But yeah, that, okay. was the, that was the only good event on day one, remember? That was yeah. literally the, the only thing on day Yeah, because there was no one. other finals. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately, I, like I said, it didn't end up being her last race because she ran the opening heat because they needed people in the 4x4. So she came back for the end of the meet. For some reason, I thought the it was prelims and finals of, of mixed gender. I forgot it was it was the main 4x4. But I felt like she should have run anchor. I felt like someone should have stepped up and I felt like the more <laughs> the more 4x4s, the more that that relies on depth, the better the U.S. should do. And they lost. So. Yeah. No, that's true. Episode of the year. What do you got? Yeah, I usually try to come up with something different. I think we're going to share this one. Uh, just being in person at Worlds. Like, you know, anytime we get a chance to record in person, that that's always a winner for me. Yeah, I picked that one too. Let's keep on the agreement side of things. Uh, fall start of the year. <laughs> Sometimes it's too obvious and you, you can't <clears throat> try to be clever. And it's Devin Allen. That's just like, like they, if, they, if they're going to change the false start rule yeah, because of something that happened, like this is it. So... Yeah, I don't know what else you say about this one. I don't think they're going to change it, though. Which, yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like they should. There but. wasn't enough sustained uproar. They really <laughs> they really wrote it out. <laughs> they really thought, huh, people are going to tweet about how dumb it is for 36 hours, and that's right. about it. And then they're going to move on to something else. But it did. I almost picked this one. Wait, did I pick this one? Well, See, this should have been worst mainstream running moment. And I didn't have anything for worst mainstream running moment. I think it should be this too. Because it went mm. it went mainstream, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. As much as, you know, mo- like track mainstream for sure. But it was on on pri- it was on in prime time in the US. Weren't a ton of sports going on. People knew a little bit about Devin Allen because of Eagles and Eagles. Yeah. And then it he got booted and he got booted for a very controversial reason. Once people found out what the false start rule was, it was 0.099 after, after the gun. So people are like, wait a minute, he didn't actually go before the gun. And then you had all the headlines about he's too good at starting. That's why he got DQ. Like it just was, it was, it, I think it qualifies as going mainstream. So I'm going to, I'm going to count that one as my, my worst mainstream running moment. And I had no defense as a track person, a track nerd. Yeah. As a lover it's of arbitrary, sport, right? Like it's that's the thing. It's that that you know p- the difference between point nine nine and or you know whatever point nine nine one point zero. Like it's it's nothing. Usually, when people ask me about something convoluted or annoying in track, I'm okay. Yeah, part of what you're saying is right, but you also need to understand the greater context. And da-da-da. this one, I just said, I yeah, yeah. It's I have not. Like, wait a minute. So you can start after the gun and they get disqualified, and then you get and then I pull up the email, the emails that we got from people breaking down the neuroscience behind it, basically saying it's arbitrary. We got some great emails on that one too. But it was frustrating. It was annoying. 
I am disappointed that uh, I'm disappointed that it happened. There was all those weird. Remember the reaction times on that day were all really close to point uh, one yeah. zero yeah. zero. There well, were I remember of... you seeing you brought up some stat where the the amount of uh, you know whatever it was sub ones were. It was like twenty something compared to what, like three or something. The previous, I, I can't remember. The well, it wasn't before. sub ones. It was sub, like one o, like one ten or something like that. Oh, okay. It yeah, was yeah. all within. So it's the, like everything's getting closer at least. Yeah, it was in the very close to being false started for pulling a kilty to got false started for pulling a kilty, but only a few people got false started for pulling a kilty. Uh, but there was a lot of like one o, you know, the like one o one for example, or like one o nine things like that, which are very very extremely close yeah extremely close all right so we went false start how about false finish of the year i'll, I'll go with the, i'll explain the felix one here now because yeah sometimes these are negative but this is a positive one she retired yeah after the mixed gender and i was mad because it ended <laughs> with a bronze medal she went back to la the story was she was eating lunch dinner she's eating chicken wings right and then uh got the call hey we need you Flew back to Eugene. One last job. For one last job. Ran the prelims. So she got a gold. Yeah, yeah I, li- I agree. I like that's a, and it's a good thing. Great false finish. So a little bit of a head fake on the retirement. And uh, we got to see her one last time. It was, a, it was a cool story. Someone like Felix, their career shouldn't end with a mixed gender <coughs> 4 by 4 I know I, I feel like yes. I'm beat, beating up on that event a lot. But that's just not how it it's, should go. It's not no, just, I agree. It's way better to go out in a four by four semi than it is in a mixed gender yes. final. That's all I'm saying. Totally agree. Um, mine isn't like too bad either. It's it's Hassan Mead's retirement. I know we just talked about this uh, just a couple weeks ago, um, but basically he said he forgot to file the paperwork and then he got busted for um, testing positive for big. I think it was related to some sort of energy drink or something like that. Yes. Um, yes. So. You know, it seems like uh, we, we had uh, some reporter in the field sent us a picture of him at the airport. Looked like he was pretty retired. Mm. Um, so a little little bit of, uh, you know, quasi-possible stain, but it's uh, n- overall, I don't think it's going to hurt him too much. Yeah, you got to file that paperwork. I think that was the... That's the big thing. The moral of that story. All right. What do we got next? Dead heat of the year. Dead heat of the year. Obviously influenced by Tarmageddon. Yep. In 2012. Some of these don't end up actually being ties or dead heats, but this year for me it was. Mm. NCAA cross country. NAU, Oklahoma State, finished with the exact same yeah. score. They had to go in and look because where you cross the line versus where your chip is red is a different spot. So it wasn't just one race they're deciding, Jason. They're looking at all these scoring runners to figure out, hey, were you one place back? Are you in the right spot? Uh, NAU ultimately wins it on the tiebreaker which is a bad tiebreaker, but they won it fair and square. And it's just, it's wild. Anytime you see a tie in a race with that many people. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, I had a five way tie though. Ooh, we got Donald, Brian, David, Brandy, who gave me tickets to worlds. And then Kevin's parents who gave me a place to stay while <laughs> at worlds. So dead, that's heat, dead for- heat just for, just for great people. Just doing great things. <laughs> The generosity. Yeah. 
it was it was just uh, I was I was overwhelmed by the pods. Not to mention people who bought me beers and, and everything else. I think I spent like six dollars that whole trip. <laughs> um, so cannot thank everybody enough. I think you spent six dollars and all of it went to like a French. Uh, sure. Also, Allegiant Airlines should be on this too for the uh, forty nine dollar flight. Um, first, it's the first time they're ever getting shouted out for something uh, going. Yeah, something going positive. Really well. Yeah. All right, let's go to overblown story of the year. So previous winners, illegal track in Tokyo, wave light, shoes, shoes, standards, shoes, uh, shoes. I think I picked shoes like four years in a row. Yeah. Hashtag innovations like the mixed gender 4x4. That was from 2017. We're still living with that one. Sub two marathon attempts didn't age well. Uh, bolt breaking 19 seconds. Another sub two in the marathon. Farah sub two in the marathon. Bolt sub 219. Uh, yeah. What do you think? What gets the what gets the award this year? This was one of the ones I had, I had trouble with. Yeah, me too. Um, but then it was just like the one that just like was like to me. You know, we we talked about it a bunch, and it was there. It was just you you know Eugene hosting Worlds. It's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be good. It was just like there was so much talk mm-hmm. about it, and it was a totally solid World Championships. It wasn't the best ever. It wasn't close to the worst ever. It was good. Is that fair? <laughs> that is extremely accurate, and that sort of opinion will drive no traffic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I and I totally get it, but it's just like, yeah, it was one of those things. Like, oh, there's not, a, you know, and I know, like the hotel and all that's fine. Okay, you could say that's a pain in the ass. Like, uh, I'll deal with it, whatever. Yeah. But the actual meet was, you know, borderline sellout every day. Yeah, you know, the stands looked full, yeah, cool, obviously. Yeah, but not, yeah. I mean, the night sessions, not yeah. not the more, you know, yeah. the morning sessions early. I don't know. If you're expecting those to be sold out, I don't think most places are going to do that. But, you know, I was there for four night sessions. Um, I watched all the other ones on TV. It looked good. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't London, it wasn't Doha. All right, a couple things. One, I picked the same thing with sort of the additional story of is this going to save track in the United States where nobody thought that was going to be the case, but right. nonetheless that got tied into it. But you know, I'm probably partly to blame because when it was announced, I probably said this is going to be the best thing ever. I, I probably mean, I'm was still super pumped. It worked out great. I got to go to the world championships. Yeah. You know? Yes. For us, it was great, but you're right. Also, when you said it wasn't the worst, it wasn't the best. What did you say? It was something in the middle. It was or? good. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was good. You should. I don't know if you're going to make a comeback in stand up or not, or what your plans are in stand up. But no, you should design a whole set just being the guys. Like you know, you just, I want to have average opinions, lukewarm takes. That's, yeah, that's how I live my life. A hundred percent though, because it's not just within the media now. Because everybody, because of social media, everybody is in a competition to say the most outlandish thing. About anything. It could be about a movie. It could be about a song. It could be about a celebrity. It could be about politics. This is like there's no eh, it was okay anymore. Yeah. And I think you should you should refashion yourself as the eh, it's all right. This is not for me, but I could see there's some good parts to it. Yeah. That's and that's kind of how I mean, I get very excited about things, but I and I guess there's certain things that I'm I'm very anti, but like overall, yeah, I'm not a hot take guy, never really been. But uh, yeah, I feel like this was it was good. <laughs> I don't know, wasn't great. <laughs> was yeah, good. like it was. It didn't blow anyone away, and you know, people didn't go, nah. "Hey, this, you know what? We're coming this back." Was. But it's <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, I mean, 
you know, whatever the the media piece is about it. It's like, you, I guess they had to try to take these stances, and like there were some that were like trying to really look at these empty stadiums. It's like, okay, dude, it's the race walk final on a Monday morning. Like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. Like, but then it's like, but but I didn't see a bunch of people like going nuts about it either. So it's like, I just don't. I feel like people were trying too hard to to really fight for it one way or the other. All right, next up, we have surprise of the year. I'll do mine first because you mentioned yeah. Amazon before. Her breaking the world record, yeah, was twelve twelve, and then everybody's scratching their head like, "Wait, what happened?" That was a semi. What's going on? And then she comes back, runs even faster in the final, but it was wind aided. Yeah, but he, but but it kind of verified a hundred percent the because fluffiness she, of it, you know, because like it was just kind of like everyone was still kind of like, "What the hell just happened?" She ran her PR in the first round, like she ran twelve forty. That was her PR going in, and she was. One of the people who could win, as you mentioned before, there was a lot of parity and a lot of people running fast this year in the women's high hurdles. There was like, yeah, 10 women, like sub 12.5 or something crazy. It's not as if she couldn't win. It's just, oh my gosh, a 12.12 in a semi. But I also didn't think she had a chance to win, to be to be be honest. I mean... Oh, she would have been on the Camacho Quinn, to me, was a pretty big favorite. She would have been on the board. No, no, I agree. But it's just like, and it's not a... Against her, but I just would have said, if you would have said Camacho Quinn or the field, I would have said Camacho Quinn. Yeah, but Camacho Quinn also didn't have the same level of dominance that she did in the the, the, the previous year. So it was more of a crack open to right. uh, to see someone else slide in and get, get the win. I just thought that the performance, the stage, all that stuff was just like, wait, what? Like I just remember being truly shocked. And maybe Sid, if you told me before, 50, you know, Sydney's going to run fifty point six. Or Amundsen's gonna run twelve twelve. I don't know which one I would have yeah. said, but you probably would have had an easier time of convincing me of Sydney just because of the idea that there's just like this limitless. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I would have said Sydney probably for sure, just because it's like, well, she's impossibly good. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm like, wait, Amundsen's gonna shatter the world record? Yeah. Like that's okay. That's weird. Yeah. And if she runs the final, and instead of running twelve oh six, she runs twelve sixty. Then we're just like, wait, what happened in that semi? Everybody's right. going to become an amateur detective. Right. Jerry Orbach in that thing, like all <laughs> over the place and trying to figure out what was going on. But instead she does it. And you're like, all right, well, all right. We're done with that. Moving on. <laughs> that was legit. Um, so, yeah, Amazon. What did what, you go with? Uh, I went with Whiteman winning the 15 at Worlds. Um, Good pick. You know, it's <clears> – <throat> I mean, obviously, Jakob was the the obvious pick. Yeah. But there was also, like, a line of guys. You know, I don't know how many guys were before Whiteman, but at least four, five, to me, that were, like, probably more likely than Whiteman winning. So, like, even if Ingebrigtsen were to lose, you know, I, he, like I said, he would, would have been my pick. But the fact that he did, um, I mean, it was an awesome race. He ran really fast. <laughs> you know, he ran, what, 329? Um so yeah. he earned it in every every way, but uh, I was I was shocked. Yeah, let me think of that list. Kip Sang, Chariot, Kerr, Kerr, Hor. There's at least four. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, yeah, he maybe he's in the group with McSwain and Tafara and, and yeah, the mid Spanish guys like you know yeah, but I, like yeah, it's just he was you know he wouldn't have been on those first list list of top contenders. But credit to him. 
Yeah. No, 100%. And it was, uh, you realize how good Jakob was when he went and ran the five. Yeah. After that. And yeah, and that's like, and to have, you know, he's going to have the, the gold medal win over Jakob, which I think is just going to look better and better as mm-hmm. Jakob's career goes on. So, uh, yeah, that, that's a pretty good thing to have. All right, next one. Celebration of the year. What do you got? Yeah, I was trying to think. Um, there weren't like a ton that just like stuck in my head as like obvious. You know, sometimes there's one that is just like no brainers. Mm-hmm. So I just went with Dos Santos, like taking the next like three days in Eugene, just being like the mayor and just celebrating yeah. nonstop. I like that one. It was, was fun. To, it was just fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, the dancing with the mascot. Was, yeah, dancing was with cool. the mascot was a was a highlight. And then mm-hmm. he was just like you know I saw him at the Wild Duck, and he was just having a good time. As he should, he was incredible. He deserved yeah. it. But it's just like he 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 fully embraced every bit of uh, of being a gold medalist. I went with Lyles. Yeah, the shirt rep was cool. That was good. I liked that one. It felt very looked very cathartic for yes. him. All right, trash talk of the year. I went with Josh Kerr. I went with Josh Kerr both in terms of words, but also mm. deeds. Remember he he wrote on his. Shoe that he was going to break the British record indoors in the mile and then That's did right. it and That's then showed right. it to the camera after it was done. And then Worlds comes along and he's wearing these huge sunglasses and he's just like gesturing to the crowd, pumping people up, taking a couple, you know, like mentioned Jakob in the post race and stuff, getting it going. And uh, ultimately didn't work out for him in the final. But man, ever since this guy's been on the scene, for, for us in the U.S., which was when he ran collegially for New Mexico, he makes things interesting. He's fun. He he is a very, very, very fun Be fun to root against or for either way. Like, you're, you're, yeah, you're in. Yeah, uh, and he knows that, and he's aware of it. And, I like, and he also says what's on his mind. I, I think a lot of athletes think the same way he does, but they're not going to say it for obvious reasons because they don't want to come across as being too confident or, or even cocky. And Kurt's like, nah. Yeah, it's just like, if, screw it. If if what do you say? If Jakob better, he's Jakob said, oh, he thinks it's gonna be. Didn't think it would be fast or something, and he said, well, he better make it fast because he didn't have the finishing speed. I mean, that's just awesome. Like going yeah, at Jakob, like going at this dude who's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But hey, he was end up being right. <laughs> why no, yeah, he, and why Josh Kerr is very very good too. It's like you know, at least he can he can back it up. Um, you know, even if it wasn't at, at Worlds necessarily. Yeah, he's got a medal. He's got a yeah, medal. And, yeah, and for like a while there, I mean, for a while there through the rounds, everybody was buying into it. Like yeah. it definitely influenced what people thought was going to happen in the in the final. So I went with Josh Kerr. Yeah, I went with one that kind of didn't work out. Um, I just I remember Lyles talking about the four by one, mm-hmm. and he's basically he said, "I've been saying this for years. When I'm in the relay, we ain't losing, point blank, and we might break the world record." Just saying, mm. and that's not like overly crazy. You know, he's not he's not calling anyone out in particular. That's a lot of confidence for a team that did not show up. It's not his fault. No, you know it's a it's a group thing. I don't know. I don't remember what his splits were. And four by one splits are obviously weird, so it's always hard to tell anything from those. Uh, but I just found it kind of funny. Well, yeah, he ran second leg. Like when you say we might break the world record and then you lose. Again, say where did you did you where did you find that? You did a lot of research on this one. Yeah, I was kind of di- I was digging through a bunch of different things, and then I okay. came across that, and I was like, oh, that's a good one. Again, though, with same thing with Kerr, it's like he's speaking his mind. Oh no, I I don't dislike it. It's just like it's you know it obviously was not the uh, didn't didn't work out how he hoped, but uh, no, yeah, yeah, I love Noah Lyles. He's one of my favorite. 
favorite runners. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough because they've had like they've struggled, they lost, and then they obviously didn't get the world record. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. All right, gimmick race of the year. <laughs> this is this is fun. Again, fewer fewer gimmicks this year, right? Yeah. If you were stranger, stranger kind of off the beaten path type races, I don't know why that is. Maybe, maybe there were some I just forgot. But I'll bring this up, Jason. Did you know that in the middle of April there was a women's indoor DMR world record set uh, with a team featuring Eleanor Perrier, Saint Pierre, and Sydney McLaughlin? I don't remember this at all. It happened. I like literally have no memory whatsoever. And I think if you're running an indoor race, and I know it was to kick off, there's a new facility in Boston uh, that New Balance built. So that's why they did it. But they did it in the middle of April. Yeah, indoor DMR. <laughs> in April. Ah, uh, it was, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. It's like, yeah, I'm sure they said the No one's ever run that before. Yeah, well, no, they have. But no, not I, if you ran it, and if you run. Any of these indoor marks or any of these indoor distances in April, I, mean, I think we've talked about this before. You want to break a bunch of indoor world records? Have the indoor world championships in June. Right. <laughs> See what happens. Collegiately, maybe it wouldn't change that much. But worldwide, they'll be a lot faster. I just thought it was funny. I thought, did that? Was I imagining that? But that, that was my gimmick race of the year because you're doing an indoor race in, in April. Yeah, no, that's that's a great pick. Um, like I said, I didn't have a ton. I, I went with mixed gender four by four again. Uh, this race will continue to get this award every year because it is a gimmick. It's not. I know it's in the Olympics. It's in the World Championships. It's a gimmick, and it's the fact that it's in those meets is ridiculous. We don't need more four by fours. Um, even with races are fun, I just I don't need it. Do something else. Sprint medley, distance medley, whatever it is. I'd rather have than another four by four. Um, so this will continue to win it. This is two years in a row. We'll see. Are you trying to give it the Amansky? I mean, it, I, I, I'm saying if it's around next year, it's going to win. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's move on. What do we got? Oh, DNF or DNS of the year. So I was going to pick Warholm. Yeah. Like DNF when he got hurt. And that, that was, Whoa. Hold your breath. I hope he's okay. But instead, I went with Marshall Jacobs because it was it was at a bigger stage, right? He was at the World Championships, and there was all this hype, all this anticipation. You know, Marshall Jacobs versus the Americans. What's going to happen? And uh, didn't make it. Didn't make it all the way through the meet, which was which was a bummer. So the DNS of the year for me goes to Jacobs. Yeah, it was kind of his whole season, right? Because he was he's. He was here great indoors. Yeah, he was but then there. he kept he kept pulling out of me. He kept over and over. Yeah. It was just like, oh, maybe and nothing, and maybe and nothing. And it, I guess my pick was kind of similar. I had a little, little tough time with this one too, and I didn't want to uh, go on top of Jacobs here. But Brazier, who had, you know, obviously he's it's just a weird couple years at this point. Yeah, um, hadn't but, been good. Yeah. You know, injuries, same thing, pulling out of races. I don't know. Hope he can make it back, but just what? Just you know, not like I said not too dissimilar from Jacobs. Um, at all, you know, gold medal winners, and then they stuff happens. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hopefully they both bounce, both bounce back because they could both be really fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Jacobs ran just the first round and then scratched, but he didn't look didn't look great. 
in the first round. No. Yeah, I said, he, he really didn't run a good outdoor race. I think he might have run, you know, broken 10 barely once or twice, but like he, he never looked really formidable before after indoors. Clown of the year. We have the same one. Do you want to read it? Or you want me to read it? Uh, you can go ahead. All right. Clown of the year reserved for the person who has a moment or moments throughout the year of, of foolishness of, I don't know, you know, frankly, idiocy sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, Russia won it one year before they, were, they got banned. Um, yeah. The schedule so has won the, it. The schedule is the track of the Multiple schedule. times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one's a multiple-time winner. So it gives me no pleasure to say that you, Jason, are the clown of the year for jinxing the entire country of Norway. You are not Norwegian. Nope. You've never been to Norway. Nope. You have an affinity, though, for two Norwegian athletes. Yes. Jakob Ingebrigtsen and Carson Warholm. Yeah. And Warholm's my favorite. Like, I, I, I jumped onto the Ingebrigtsen bandwagon. As, I mean, love Ingebrigtsen because the dude is incredible. He loves to run. But it started with, with Warholm, obviously. Yeah. So you show up to the meet. You show up to Eugene. Yeah. And that was one of the meets that you had, or one of the days that you had circled both run on the same day on your calendar yeah this was tuesday july 19th men's 1500 meter final followed shortly by men's four-meter hurdle final you're gonna see warholm you're gonna see ingerbritson and it all went wrong and it all went wrong because you decided to wear your viking helmet to yep. hayward field that day i packed a viking helmet in my suitcase <laughs> to get there um i was you know uh, hoping warholm could pull it off but obviously he was you know it was tough like i mean he 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 put every effort into making it happen and it was admirable because he barely ran before that meet and the fact that he had to run against two just absolute monsters like those santos and benjamin yeah like the odds were low against them but i was like well ingerbrenton's gonna win for sure and Warholm's got a punt, you know, puncher's chance at least. Sure. And uh, you know, obviously, we, as we mentioned, Ingemarson gets second. Warholm, as is the only way he knows, goes out like a, you know, a cannon, of course. And he's he's in it up until mm-hmm. what two fifty to go. Yeah, and then he fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. So that was rough. Yeah, I I I, I absolutely accept uh, clown of the year. Listen, I've won it before. Uh, I won it last year for jinxing Noah Lyles. Oh, that's I right. I bet my house on, on him. That's so, right. <laughs> it, it's, not a, it's not a distant feeling for me. I know exactly how you feel. But you did it to an entire country. I just did it to a person. That's true. That's... Yeah. I guess I gave it to you back in, uh, what was that, 2017, when I said you photobombed Meb's last race. Um Oh, that was, that was oh yeah, my 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 Twitter yeah my Twitter hack there, but yeah uh, yeah so so not my, my last race too wins. actually what's that my last race too probably that's right that's a good so. point all right worst mainstream running moment I I think I'm gonna say retroactively Devin Allen uh yeah that's fair false start that works yeah uh best mainstream running moment uh, Devin Allen signing with the Eagles yeah I think wow wins both we've never had someone represent the best and the worst. <laughs> In these two categories. 
Yeah, but so I, I I agreed with the Devin Allen with the Eagles because I couldn't think of many other like big time yeah you I know, positive running uh, mainstream running moments. Obviously, you know wor- worlds like those things get some traction, but not enough to really stick out. Uh, but for the worst, I went with Max Eagles three point eight million dollars salary. Um, yeah. I don't know how far that got outside of the track world, but uh, people didn't love it. Yeah. All right. Relay leg of the year. Yeah, this I went, one. Yeah, this, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying we're going to enter the Sydney McLaughlin Lavroni portion of the. Yeah. Of the show so, well, so for me, I I kind of had had two different answers. So so you have like the again, like with race of the year, you have the most impressive single relay leg, right? Like just mm-hmm. somebody who just was amazing. In Sydney, an obvious pick there, right? Forty-seven nine. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um. U.S. doesn't really need that. They won by three seconds. But she just did it because she's amazing. Uh, I ended up going with DeGrasse because he he held off to to hold on to the you know in a really close four by one mm-hmm. and uh, and he you know I again splits wise you know in the four by one but like they basically he he got the baton a, a you know a stride ahead and he stayed there the entire time yeah he didn't let him pass so that was like a more important leg even if it was not as impressive. Agreed. Agreed. I was more boring. I just went with McLaughlin. I, yeah. You know, forty sub forty eight splits. Um like like Felix before before her, right? Yeah, exactly. Not as fast yet, but I'm sure she'll get she'll get there at some point. You also could throw in uh, twenty Shacherry for the US women. Yeah. Hold yeah, that's Shriga Jackson. Record of the year, we both have Sydney. We don't need to waste too much time on that. Yeah, I, I mean if you know, if it was records of the year, I guess you'd you'd, you'd do Mondo. But uh for singular yeah. record. I'm kind of boring this year. Yeah, just that one. You can sum up the entire year in that one race. No, I don't know. But it's just like what else are you gonna what else are you gonna pick? It would be as if Mondo just didn't do the five records before and then had this huge jump in performance, but Mondo's just it's always gonna be a struggle for him just because he's gonna do it a centimeter at a time. That yeah, so that, that takes away a little bit of it. You know, Kipchoge was obviously great. Oh yeah. He may be mentioned later. Um oh, yeah, but, he is. but Sorry, a Kipchoge was... world record. <laughs> That was kind of, you know, surprising. I mean, yeah, it didn't necessarily see that coming, and he just kind of said, "Hey, I'm still in the middle of my prime." Yeah. Uh, so that was that could have been up there as well. Uh, team of the year, I went with those teams that upset the big favorites in the four by one. Yeah, that's good. So that's U.S. women, Canadian men, four by one at Worlds. That's good. Um, even though I had the choke of the year as the U.S. men's four by one, I still said U.S. men's sprinting. As a team, oh they swept, yeah, they swept the hundred, they swept the two hundred, gold in the four, mm-hmm. gold silver in the high hurdles, silver bronze in the four hundred hurdles. It's pretty good. Gold in the four by four, silver in the four by one. I, I, yeah. I mean, that's an insane <laughs> medal count. That's a lot of productivity. Well, I'm looking at teams because you know they did the team score this year for the for the oh, first yeah, time right. at Worlds. I don't know how much we ended up uh, chit chatting about that, but. You'd be uh, surprised to know the U.S. won 328 to 110. Uh, the U.S. men might have been second place on their own. The sprinting men. Yeah. Well, didn't we add this up and it was... Yeah, I can't even remember what the... I think the, the U.S. beat everybody else. Like, it was very... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the U.S. men, you know, the previous year, U.S. men kind of had a really bad year, right? A lot of big favorites not showing up and yeah. et cetera. And then this year, they were all... 
really good. Yeah, U.S. versus uh, second, third, and fourth, the U.S. would still win. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. 328 to 320. So Jamaica, Ethiopia, and Kenya could combine, and it would be the same. Throw Great Britain in there, though. The big four taking them down. So underrated performance of the year. Underrated performance of the year. What do you got? Um, I got two here. One is Kip Yugon's year, which we alluded to. It was hard to pick a singular race, but she was just so good anytime she ran. And she's just, it's the goat doing goat things. And it's, but she was also overshadowed Mm -hmm. by two other goats. So it was like, I just wanted to make sure, you know, and we, we obviously love Kip Yugon. And we would never let her get overshadowed. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, when you have Sydney and yeah. Sharika Jackson and <clears throat> Shelly Fisher Price and these other women, it's like, all right, let's let's make sure we we give her her due. Um, but then I also have Alicia from London. She mm. sent us an email a few weeks before Worlds, saying that the hundred meter hurdles would be better than the women's hundred and the women's four hundred meter hurdles. Now you could argue with the women's four hundred meter hurdles, but from a but either way, both were world records. Competitiveness was, you know. Deeper, it was deeper in the women's high hurdles. It was a pretty bold take that I thought was. I think we both kind of were like, "Well, I don't know about that," but it was definitely better than women's hundred. Congrats, Alicia from London, good. getting an end of year award. I went with. I don't know how underrated this is, but Grant Fisher yeah. broke all the American records. <laughs> yeah, that was an absurd year, and got really close to meddling twice. Yeah, and he had a, yeah. If he meddled even once and didn't run as fast. I think he would have got more due, but because it went the other way around, maybe we forgot. But you just look at his PRs now; it's pretty stupid, like what he was able to oh, do. Absurd! Like, yeah, he's, you know, yeah. He, I mean, the dude is, you know, in the top five in both basically at this point. Yeah, times, place, you know, championship races, time race, whatever it is, he's he's right there. Yeah, so he goes. Fourth and sixth in the 10 and the five. Five, I remember he was there and got kind of caught up with 100 to go. 1246.96 in the 5,000. 2633 in the 10,000. And then indoors, 1253 in the 5,000. And then he also ran 728 outdoors in the 3,000. Yeah. So he's working his way into the conversation as one of the best American distance runners ever he's got yeah. the times obviously already for it it's just he needs medals. Can, yeah he needs to string together a few medals you don't need that many though no you don't need that sure. many to it you got to get a few but maybe he can do that now the other one that i wanted to mention in terms of underrated performance actually i'll save this one for another category let's okay. let's move let's move on to coolest running moment i went with another kipchoge world record i know it's become cliche at this point. He's just so easy to root for. Anytime he does something awesome, it's great. Everybody just... Everyone loves him. 100% a, approval yeah, rating. It's appointment viewing at this point. And the, do you remember the Tokyo race in the beginning of the year? Yeah. That was amazing, too. It wasn't a world record, but it was real fast. And I didn't think the world record was possible in Berlin. I don't think you thought it was possible either. We were kind of bummed, right? That he was running Berlin. Yeah. Deep down. And then he goes out so fast, and then it's, okay, well, why do we doubt this guy? <laughs> yeah. So for, I think it was for, cool. It for was a minute, cool. it was like, 
wait, is he going to break two? <laughs> like, like that's how crazy it was. Yeah. So, in a sport where everything is fleeting, it feels like. Yeah. It's just the long ten years of greatness and consistent greatness, and being able to see that person perform multiple times a year. It doesn't happen that often, and Kipchoge, you can just set your watch to. So I thought it was fitting that he won that one. No, I agree. I, I, I had him here. So I, I had Kipchoge, but I also had an in-person one since Winter Worlds. And the men's and 200s, men's and women's 200s, back-to-back. Ooh. With Jackson's and, and Lyle's performances. You know, obviously, Jackson's the second fastest time ever. Lyle's the American record. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were incredible to see in person. I mean, they were incredible anyway. But you see were in person, I was, I was going nuts. I was so, so pumped for that. Yeah. That night... When we were eating Indian food, yeah, for for me it was the seventh day in a row. <laughs> delicious though. You were you were fired up. I, I was, that was, was the like, best day of track I've ever seen. Yeah, hundred percent. It was That's cool. It's cool. It was yeah, it was incredible. So I that that <clears throat> it definitely had to, you know, just to be yeah, like I said, be in the building and kind of experience that. It was it was awesome. All right, we're gonna go slightly out of order here. Okay, let's go meat of the year. Worlds? Any disagreement? Yeah, it's got to be Worlds. All right. Uh, the I totally forgot that happened this year award. <laughs> I went with World Indoors. <laughs> Good point. But not just World Indoors. I knew that was World Indoors. But these are the things that happened at World Indoors. Okay. Jakob lost the 1500 and right. got COVID or, yep. either, or maybe had COVID when he lost. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marcel Jacobs beat. Christian Coleman in what yep. people thought was going to be a preview for the hundred outdoors. Yep, the two best hundred meter runners in the world. <laughs> yeah, Rojas that, that played out. Rojas uh, got a world record. Yep, Ryan Krauser lost. That's Mondo right. set a world record. Shawnee Miller Weibo debuted, made her indoor debut, and won the world title. Ajay Wilson won her first gold medal. Grant Holloway got a world record in the semifinals, and the U.S. got no medals in the four by four. Somehow, I haven't even looked that one up. <laughs> To, make, to, to like verify, yeah. I just looked back at my notes, and that's what it said. That is crazy. Mine was a – I mean, so that's a great because I didn't remember the vast majority of those. And I, I basically had one version of that, whereas Lamont Jacobs, just how good he was in indoors. And I know I brought that up earlier this episode, but like it, it's because it had been so long yeah. since he was good. But then I was like, oh, yeah, he won world indoors. You know, he was ripping off – you know, six fours and low six fives. Like he was, he was yeah. really, really good, and he looked like the best sprinter in the world. And that was a, so long ago. Verified that stat. Four by four for the women: Jamaica, Netherlands, Poland. One, two, three for the men: Belgium, Spain, and Netherlands. Netherlands the, crushing it. Were the medals? Yeah, not not so much on the pitch, but well, I guess they beat the U.S. But you know what I mean. Okay, so that was I totally forgot that happened this year award. How about the Come Back to Us, We Miss You Award? I think we're in agreement on this one, too. Yeah, it's Warholm. It's, okay. you know, I mean, it, you could obviously, you could say, hey, Brazier or someone like that, too, is like, but, like, who's more fun than Carson Warholm? <laughs> the dude's a maniac. He's yelling. He runs so hard. Yeah. Um, it's the yeah. event, though, too. He carries- yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you're right. 100% right. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, to see, you know, Dos Santos has, has gone up a level. Yeah. Um. Benjamin is still like the best non-winner ever, um, and then if if you get the three of them, you know, fully 
going next year. Like it's 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 one hundred percent without question the best event. He's the final piece. What's a give me a, a movie analogy here? Right, you need all the pieces of the rock together to create the magical mythical thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. He's uh, what the uh, Infinity Stones and uh, in are the there Marvel three movies. of them? Are there three of them? How many stones? No, there's are there? five of them. Okay, that doesn't work. Uh, Give me someone with three. The Triforce, you know, you got the Triforce for Legend of Zelda. Wisdom, okay. power, courage, you know. So you need all three of them together for them to reach their full potential. Yeah, yeah. Basically, once you have that, you basically have uh, have full full reign to uh, you know do do great or terrible things. Okay, well, I think this would be great. So I don't know if that analogy works. There would be no terrible things. It would just be no. Awesome. It would just be great things. Yeah, yeah but you be, need it would be Link and Zelda getting them, and not Ganondorf, basically. <laughs> Ganondorf clown. Exactly. Okay, because you have clown of the year, Ganondorf. <laughs> Uh, you got Dos Santos. Is, he's got his his key. You got Benjamin. He's got his key. You need we need Warholm to get, put his key. And he looked like he was gonna be fine because he ran Euros. Yes, I think Warholm will be. Ba- yeah, yeah, we'll be back with a force. And I, you know, there, there's some guy. And I know it's hard to say anyone's gonna run forty five nine again. But mm-hmm. I don't know if there's somebody who's going to put in the work and like be every bit what they were. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm I'm bu- I'm buying the stock. All right, best double. Go ahead. I went with Sharika uh, at Worlds, 21-45, um, There were three gold-silver doubles, no double golds. Um, oh, that's right. Which is crazy. But uh, you had Shelly and Fraser-Price, Sharika Jackson, and Jakob uh-huh. all did gold-silver. And I think Jackson's times were just slightly more impressive. Um you know, Chilean was it was like her twelfth best time of the year, and she, uh, but she still she still won a hundred very easily. And she, and she honestly, I mean, she I think PR'd in the two hundred. She was great, um, but uh, but Jackson was just just amazing. All right, let's jump. Oh, who did you up? have? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I had Anna Hall, Florida. Yeah, yeah. We did talk about how absurd that double is. Yeah. Heptathlon and then four hurdles. She got second in the four hurdles, but just doing eight events in one meet is something I didn't think would uh, happen. Yeah, this year, and to be that good at it, we looked you're not it up. To double when your event already has seven events. Seven events, it. like well, that's it's not how it's supposed to work. You look up her individual marks. Like her eight hundred is crazy good. Like we did this at the time, but she could have qualified for NCAA regionals and. A bunch of different events. It's and one of them wasn't the foreign hurdles because yeah. she, that's not part of the heptathlon. We we're just looking at events part of the heptathlon. How many could she qualify in? It's just crazy to be able to be elite in the eight hundred and also a field event. That's just weird. Yeah, to me, it's very strange. All right, where is what was the other one I wanted to do? Oh, I also want to mention on. I totally forgot that happened this year. Mm. Award that category. Probably nine women's all-time marathon performances <laughs> yeah, that got seriously. beat by other all-time marathon performances for the women. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I could not do a top ten list right now. I would I would be missing so many because it's just they've been so good. It's crazy. All right, coach of the year. I got this text. I got this text a couple weeks ago um, from a longtime listener. I think he still listens. If not, he still gets the award. I don't care. Someone tell him. Someone will tell him. I don't know if anybody will tell him. Um, from A.A. Ron, uh, it was a photo of Billy Mills, of the statue of Billy Mills that's on the, the Rimrock Farm course in Kansas. 
He just sent it to me and says, look at Mills. Uh, and he was texting me during the, during the meet, a couple times during the meet. And then he just sent a picture let's see, later on that day Yeah. of the plaque with the caption, so it went well today. Uh, and I said, how many is that for you? And Aaron said, this is my first. He's finished runner-up five times between boys and girls. Oof. So the uh, House of So he was the Buffalo gets, Bills, and now – and maybe the Bills win the Super Bowl this year, but he 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 broke through. Yeah, A. a. Ron is the official. I mean, he's won this before. Yeah. He's won coach there before, but it was more as just like, hey, that's kind of like lighthearted. Like he's doing good work out there. But this is like he really. Or this is Steph getting the Finals MVP. Yeah, yeah. Throw, he reached the top of the mountain here. Yeah, yeah. This one counts more than the like the other ones. Uh, Kansas boys five A title, five running up finishes. Gets it done, AA Ron. He's uh he's my coach of the year, unquestionably the coach of the year. AA Ron, um, couldn't agree more. He he wins this. I've uh the backup is uh the Bears offensive coordinator Luke Getzey. He uh changed the playbook <laughs> to get Fields, you know, uh, kind of play to his strengths a little more. And that's that you know the Bears suck, but Fields does not, and that's big. Great job, Luke Getzey. I just had but that was just a runner up. AA Ron is the winner. Can he fix the Bulls? Can he do that? Ugh, I don't know. Trying to go for four in a row tonight. Maybe maybe it'll happen. No, they lost. I already looked. Oh, did they lose? Oh, yeah, man. They, they, they managed, were up at halftime. They managed to lose to oh the Oh, my Rockets. God. They got blown out by the Rockets. Yep. Okay. Time Call up, up Luke Getze. <laughs> Luke Getze to the United Center, please. All right. Sentence of the year. What do you got? Um, so, I was, yeah, I was trying to – sometimes I take them from emails, different things, but I, I was having a hard time, and then I was like, you know, let me go through my old pal, Asbel's. Twitter, <laughs> see what I can find. And what'd you uh, come up with? What did so he come up he's, with? So he had today marks five years since November twenty seventh, uh, twenty seventeen sample uh, collected from me, which alleged to return EPO. It's a half decade. It's a half decade. I didn't dope. Remember, Bruce Lee would be eighty two years old today. <laughs> Wait. Now, is why last, he? What is that last one real? The last yes. sentence. So why he included Bruce Lee would have been eighty two today along with that it's been five years since he tested positive. That's what made it a, an Asbel Kiprop moment for me, um, that he just threw in that don't forget that it's Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee would have been 82. I don't even know what to say. He's the best. I don't know what to say. Come back. It's all, all aboard for next year. Uh, you know, I was pre- prepping for next week's show. Yeah. Uh, Bold predictions for the New Year's? Yeah. You had an Asbel related one for this year. I, I did. You probably forgot about it, but you had an Asbel. I did. Yeah, because I, I think about it, I, I saw it when I pulled up this uh, this document today. Okay. So I think I had like five bold predictions, and uh, one of them won. But yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in the next yeah, podcast. That's, that's, that's next week. I was just like, wait a minute. What was Jason thinking? Very strange. Okay. I went with Jakob. I thought it was a good quote. He's always a good quote. Someone asked him about if the warm weather for the 5,000 would impact his race plan at all. And on the spot, he said, hot weather is just happy weather, and then walked off. <laughs> so and good. I just – I thought it was one of the coolest sentences I've ever heard. So it belongs definitely in this – in this in the, in the company of what Bruce Lee would be 82 years old. 
Yeah, once you become, and, and you know, Jakob is is reaching that like Rudisha Kipchoge, like he's going to get to that point where I yeah. feel like once you become that fast and that good, you no just, matter what like, you say, a- everything you say sounds like it's just like you know could be written with like cloud background <laughs> and hung in an office somewhere. And I'm it's, into it. Yeah, people are on Etsy putting it in front of stylish backgrounds as we speak. Yes. to hang in Airbnbs everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He, he's reached Airbnb status for inspirational quotes. I've, hot weather is happy weather. Yeah, right? Again, in the moment, just without breaking stride. It's, I don't know if he's done improv before, but it's pretty pretty impressive. I guess he would have said hot weather and happy weather if he did improv. But mm. Well that's done. An, that's well an improv joke. That's good. Not as good as his. Okay. Best song. Best song. After this one, I hop off, and it's going to be your picks for the the final categories. Which these are always tough because I, you know, everyone sends amazing things. Um, They're all winners. Yes, everyone's a winner. Um, so with the, the song though this year, it was just down. There was just two options. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Scooter's um, <clears throat> redo of the uh, Diamond League theme song. Oh, that was this year, huh? That was this year. And we had the high school sub four, uh, pop punk, emo, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Both great. Um, but I think I, ha- I had to go with the the high school sub four by Tim and Virginia. Do you have the song? I do. Uh, yeah, let me pull it up here. Yeah, the listen the uh, the redone Diamond League song was great. Right, that was oh, yeah. that was 100%. that was awesome. Um, I like and the first Diamond League theme song is one of the all time greats. Yeah, it's in the soundtrack for sure. But I the high school sub four song came out of nowhere too, so I had the advantage of that, and it just hit all the notes that we like in a song because we're all big pop punk fans from the nineties, and it had that it had that sentiment. So, Tim and Virginia, well done. He's also done the American Record song as well. Yeah, so it, yeah. His so his catalog's getting crazy. It's it's really impressive. He's he's really good. Um, yeah, I mean it's we got we got a lot of just all time greats on here. So okay. uh, here is yeah here is his uh, his winning song. It's another high school sub four. Now the old time this gets one more. It started with Jim Ryan. Now the numbers multiplying because another high school guy just went sub four. We're going to be playing that a lot next year. So good. Oh, yeah. We wanted to say, ah, to hell with it. We're kind of tired of these <laughs> performances. But now. Now I look forward to every one of them. <laughs> it's an excuse to play the song. So I'm going to be actively searching these out. Yep. Right? Nope. It's 100%. It was uh, well, well done, Tim. Uh, enjoy your housey. Enjoy your housey, indeed. All right, take it away, Jason. The remaining categories. That, I picked that as well too. I didn't even need to be involved in that. But yeah, I, no, but that's. I mean, yeah, it, it was. It was well done. Um, so yeah, so we have them here. This is. These are like I said again, always tough. Um, I do go through and listen to the the voicemails. Maybe not. It's okay. So full disclosure, I didn't listen to re-listen to every chief voicemail because there's a lot. But I he always, I always, I looked at all the transcripts, you know, to make sure at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so voicemail of the year, it's chief, right? I mean, 
Yeah. The dude brings it consistently. There's no surprises here. This is just it's the way it is. I, I think I don't know how many years in a row that is. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Four in a row. Scooter had one in there, and then Chief won again the year before the couple before that. So Chief has been dominating. Um and he just, you know, consistently brings good topics to the table. Drink your milk, Braylon. Hundred <laughs> percent. Voice mail of the year. Uh, there's a few few different options in here. Obviously, all of Chiefs were were eligible, um, and there were a few others, but but a little shorter on the voicemails than usual. Um, yeah, pick it up, people. Twenty twenty three. Right? So yeah, step your game up. Um, no, uh, but I ended up. I, I'm a you know Julian man. He just when he's pissed, I'm happy. Um, and so he was in Norway, and Carson Warholm was not running, and he was very upset about that. Hey, House Runt, I'm pissed. I traveled all the way from America across the water, spending expensive euros and all types of colorful money to get over here to Oslo, Norway. And guess what? Warhol ain't even running. What do you mean? How are you going to be in Norway, to some Norway, wear a Viking head on your hat and not even run when you get a chance to normal? You better tape up that hamstring and get on that track. I ain't come all, all the way over here across this water to see this. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. Another thing I'm pissed about. You know what? Another thing. Tickets for children to go to this Oslo Bislet meet are half off. You know where tickets, and well, I'm not pissed about that. You know where tickets are not half off of children at pre, at World Indoors, anywhere in America. You need to fix your stuff. Half off of kids is where it should be. Thank you, Norway. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. And since I'm here and I'm not going to see a war home, I better see every Inga Britson that's known to man. Grandpa Inga Britson. Get him on the track. Throw him in a wheelchair and spin him around. I want to see every Inga Britson you got. There it is. Uh, I forgot about the one. It's been, I met Julian once and it was 2016. It's I met him once long. as well. He, he uh, came uh, when I was working at the, one of the sports books. It's been too long. I need to see him again. And I bet he was actually in Norway. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was actually And I'd there. be bummed if I went to a meet in Norway and uh, there was no Carson Warholm. I'd be bummed or even pissed. <laughs> well done. All right. What do we got left? So you got email and emailer. Yes. So emailer, again, tons of good options. Um, I try to go through, you know, like I said, I, I at least clicked on every email, did a to cursory glance to remind myself of all of them. Mm-hmm. so many good ones uh but man the guy brings it every week and i'm still not convinced he's not you just writing out some of our show notes into an email mm-hmm. because you guys have the same ideas a lot of time so it's gonna be marshall yeah uh from st louis formerly from iowa and uh he's just great he just he always brings up good topics um and you can count on him. he's there sometimes twice a week yeah right i I'd say more often than not twice a week yeah, right? Like, it's just, I don't I don't have the final count. Sometimes I do his, you know, how many he had. Um, but, yeah, it was easily over 50. Yeah. All right. And then email of the year. Went through a lot. Went through all of them. But this one stuck out. And this one actually was in my head even before I went through them all. So, so credit to uh, a Laura, but not our Laura. Big winner. Who, back-to-back winner. Oh, she won last year? She won last year as well. Whew. 
killing it. Um, but she had it, it's a, it's quite a long story. Uh, it's good. I don't. Oh, I, the spoon story. Yep. What's so the spoon story. So basically, I'll give you guys the uh, the Cliff's Notes version here. She gets a stress fracture while she's running in college, and so she's she's taking a few weeks off. Um, her coach needs runners who have passports to run in Mexico, <laughs> so she happens to have a passport. So he's like, "Hey, get on here." She runs the race, but hasn't trained in a few weeks. Runs terrible for for her standards because you know she's coming off an injury or still injured, basically. Mm-hmm. So that was already the bad trip. But then when she's going back um, through TSA, I guess her bag goes off, so they search it, and they end up pulling out twenty five spoons that she's used, you know, for just different yogurt. Like you know, in the morning, you grab a spoon, you grab a yogurt, yeah. and I guess she'd just been <laughs> just spoon Stock after spoon pop- after spoon. <laughs> And so she was worried she was going to be kept by TSA, um, but uh, apparently they let her go, which we appreciate. So it was a it was a fantastic story, and uh, yeah, it was just it cracked me up reading it again. Yeah, that was a good one. That one stuck out. I was going to help you out because I know it's just it's a lot of work. To it's go a woman. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So today, when I was getting ready for the show, and I was scrolling through all the categories, I was just like, man, does anything come to mind? And the one that did, and I almost texted you this, but I didn't want to influence your opinion. Because you're a professional. Of course, yeah. You're going to be diligent about it. I was going to text you, hey, if you need help on email of the year, I thought the spoon one stood out. (laughs) That's the one thing I remember about the year. All the other ones are great, obviously, but the spoon stuck out. Yep. I agree. Yeah, there was tons of good ones, but uh, too many many to even name. But uh, that one did, you know, it it just, yeah, cracked me up. All right. Well, we've gone almost 100 minutes. Yeah. We will wrap next week. We'll have another awesome show because I love I love the prediction show. Bull prediction is always fun. Yeah, yeah. Because we first get to review last year's predictions. <laughs> always a good time. And some of mine. Wait, hold on. I made one on this show. I made one, two, three, four. All of them, basically, all of them were. Well, one of them was right, but it was sort of a. I sort of cheated, but. Um, but the ones that are wrong are so wrong. Same thing with yours. Yeah. There's several of yours. One just... good one. A couple yeah. that were at least like, you know, not horrendous, but then a couple really horrendous ones. Yeah, you have five, it looks like. I do yeah, have, five. have five. One yeah. was correct. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to give them away. But yeah, and then, like I said, a couple embarrassing ones. But yeah. I think like this part of the fun, too, is I, I like making four or five because then you have the different levels of bold, right? You don't yeah. want to just do yeah. like... Oh well, I think blah blah blah. Well, you know, PR by t- a tenth of a second. Or, you know, it's like okay, that's fine. But then yeah. you you need some that are really off the wall, so that way if they do hit, you feel you feel really good. Yeah. So I'm gonna spend the next week thinking of some. Yeah, I me need, too. I need to really uh, put some thought into this and try to top the level of stupidity that uh, <laughs> I, I hit last year. But thanks, everybody. It's been a great year. Hope everyone has a safe, happy, and healthy New Year's. We've enjoyed another year of doing the uh doing the pod we'll be back uh in 2023 to record our bold predictions congrats to all the winners there are no prizes except you can put in your linkedin profile right That's and jason and i will endorse you for whatever skill you want I'll, I'll share that <laughs> all right see you guys jessica ennis see you next year <laughs>